Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz, and this is Ascension Presents. So, um, this might be a little bit of a rough video. Uh, I guess we'll just start. So years ago, I work on a college campus that has a medical school. And at one point, after one of the Sunday night masses, one of the medical students came up to me and he said, Father, I want to share with you this manifesto that I've written. And I, and I, he told me more about it and he said, you know, we had an embryology sec, uh, sec, section in, in our medical school. And for, for weeks, we studied um, how human life is conceived, how human life begins, how human life develops, and, and how human life develops in the womb and it comes to fruition essentially in childbirth. And, he said we had this whole section on embryology, how like the this the mystery and incredible power and beauty of human conception, development, and childbirth. And he said, and then at the end of that section, they gave us a section on abortion, how to how to perform an abortion. And he said, I said, this is wait a second, did you do we not all go through the same class where we just have been studying the fact that this is human life? from the moment of conception, because think about this, like you can ask the question scientifically, is this life or not life? Well, it's life, scientifically. Okay, what kind of life is it? Is it human life or other life? It's human life. So you realize, okay, this is human life from the moment of conception, and now they're teaching us how to end this human life before birth. And so he wrote this manifesto saying, we're not actually, quote unquote, you know, following the science, that we're actually denying science at some level if we can have this course on embryology and we can also say the Hippocratic Oath, right? First, do no harm, but then also give ourselves permission to end this innocent human life just because someone says this is life that's not wanted. Now, when it comes to abortion, um, obviously it's a, it's a loaded topic because I know that, you know, these videos reach a lot of people. I know that there are many people who are going to be watching this or listening to this who that's part of your story. Part of your story is that you've had an abortion, you participated in an abortion, you encouraged someone, you paid for an abortion. That's a part of your story. And I, I want to let you know, like I'm gonna, I work with high school students and college students. And so I've been part of that story for a lot of people. And if you want to say, Father Mike, what kind of heart do you have to, to people who have an abortion or people who have, have helped others have an abortion? The heart I have is the heart of just someone whose heart breaks because I cannot imagine. I've walked with enough people in this moment, but I, I cannot imagine the, the fear you went through. I can't imagine the amount of stress you went through. I can't imagine feeling so trapped that this is my only option. The only thing I can possibly do with my life is to end the life of my baby. I can't imagine that. So if you want to know what my heart is for you, my heart is just a heart that's broken for you because I don't hate you. I'm not mad at you. The church doesn't hate you. The church isn't mad at you. You can't imagine being in that kind of situation. Can't imagine having to make that kind of decision, especially my guess is you're probably pretty young. Nonetheless, we also can't say that that's not wrong. In fact, Mother Teresa at one point, she said, if abortion isn't wrong, nothing's wrong, right? If, if, if killing an innocent human being is not wrong, then nothing is wrong. That, that if we can say this is human life, but uh, it's not life worthy of living because it's unwanted, then there's nothing that's wrong. 
That's one of the reasons why, again, for those people who have been in that situation where out of fear, out of whatever kind of like feeling trapped, he chose this, again, again, the Lord just, he looks at you with love. He looks at you with mercy. God's mercy for you is new every day. He's not holding it against you. He wants you to come back to him, to let your heart be healed, to be reconciled to him. It's one of the reasons why the church has words of encouragement for you, but also has really, really strict words of the, for those who advocate for abortion, right? For those who provide abortions, for those politicians who would say that this isn't just, this isn't uh, even a necessary evil, but this is a right. This is a, in fact, some people say this is a good that you can have to be able to kill an innocent human being in their mother's womb. It's one of the reasons why politicians who advocate for abortion, I would say that they're, um, well, again, I can't make a, a value judgment on, on their hearts or on their souls because I don't know that information. But I do know that they are in incredibly dangerous territory. It's one of the reasons why recently the bishops have discussed whether um, they're going to make a, a public statement that would prohibit uh, giving Holy Communion to abortions, uh, politicians who are pro-abortion. And, you know, that's been met with a lot of uh, blowback and people have like a lot of criticisms for that. Like they maybe think, oh, the bishops are politicizing the Eucharist or maybe they're trying to strong arm people into, you know, obeying kind of a situation. And, and in fact, there's even a politician who tweeted out something. He's a, a, apparently a quote unquote Catholic politician who tweeted out something along the lines of here's all the things that I support and that are against the Catholic Church teaching. And he said this, he said, and I defy the bishops to deny me Holy Communion. And I remember reading that tweet thinking, I mean, I don't know this person. I have no idea who they are. Remember thinking, oh my gosh, like that is dangerous. Oh my gosh, this is like, this is, you have no idea how dangerous this is. Not because this is about abortion, although in this particular case it is. But when it comes to Holy Communion, to say I defy you to deny me Holy Communion, if I were to say that, my bishop, I, bishop, I defy you to deny me Holy Communion. I think, oh my goodness, something is something has gone horribly, horribly wrong with my relationship with the Lord. Something has gone horribly, horribly wrong with the way I approach the Eucharist. Because let's talk about this again. It's one thing to talk about politicians. It's one thing to talk about one particular kind of sin that the Lord just keeps calling people back to repentance and experience, experience my mercy. If you've fallen into that sin of abortion, come back to me and be forgiven. Like be reconciled, be made whole again. That's that's one thing. And again, it's another thing to fall into the trap of being able to say, I want to point to these politicians and and criticize them, and I point to these politicians and and condemn them. That's a whole other thing. As my friend Dave Ramsey, he's not my friend, but I listen to him a lot. As Dave Ramsey says, he says, it's a lot easier to pay attention to what's going on in the White House than what's going on in your own house. But that's what we have to do, right? What we have to do today in this video is not necessarily pay attention to what's going on in the White House or what's going on in someone else's house, but what's going on in my house. Because that tweet saying, I defy the bishops to deny me communion, that could be any one of us. Because a lot of us, we might, whether we like it or not, we might have our own kind of particular like pet sins or pet things that the church says, do not do this. And we're like, you know what? I'm the exception to that. The church says, you have to do this. I'm like, no, I don't have to do that. And I defy you to deny me Holy Communion. But here's the, the, the earth shaking, shaking and just horrible, horrible potential thing here. It's more about the Eucharist than it is about uh, anything else. It's more about our hearts than about anything else. The Eucharist is not a right. 
that if you're Catholic, the, the Eucharist is not your right. It's not my right. It is a gift. It is always and everywhere a gift. And it is a gift that when we receive it worthily, we're given eternal life. But if we receive that gift unworthily, Scripture says we eat condemnation upon ourselves. Another way to say it in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, if we eat and drink Holy Communion in conscious of, conscious of mortal sins, then St. Paul says we are eating, we are guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. Basically, his murder is on our hands. That if we, again, we keep, keep this in mind, you know, the gift of the Eucharist is such that if we receive him worthily, that we, he gives us eternal life. But if we receive the Eucharist unworthily, we are eating condemnation upon ourselves. That's one of the reasons why the church has always taught, regardless of what the mortal sin is, it doesn't matter what the mortal sin is, that if I'm conscious of mortal sin, I may not receive Holy Communion until I go to confession first, or else what am I doing? I'm doing exactly what St. Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 11. I am eating and drinking condemnation upon myself. I am guilty of the murder of Jesus Christ. And that's why, again, this isn't just about those who have fallen into this particular sin of abortion. It's not just about politicians living in whatever house. It is about you and about me. Because we might find in our own hearts this, this, this willingness to defy the bishops or the willingness to defy the Lord or to defy the church and say, I defy you to deny me Holy Communion. And yet, the words of Scripture are absolutely clear. We must, if we're conscious of mortal sin, we must go to confession before receiving Holy Communion or we are eating and drinking condemnation to our eternal, to our eternal salvation, or the loss of our eternal salvation, our eternal damnation. And I know that there is such a thing as like when it comes to the Eucharist, like when it comes to the gift of mercy, right? Pope Francis had said very clearly, he said, the Eucharist is not the reward for perfection, and not the reward for those who are you know, spiritual superheroes. But he said, it is medicine for the sick. And you can say like, but Father, I thought Holy Communion is medicine for the sick. It is but it is not medicine for the dead. And if I'm guilty of mortal sin, that's, it's called mortal sin because it means I have spirit, my soul is spiritually dead. I'm spiritually cut off from the Lord. So yes, when it comes to venial sins, we continue to approach the Lord Jesus in, in, is in confidence, in hope, knowing that the Eucharist is medicine for the sick. But if we're conscious of mortal sins, we do not approach the Eucharist because the Eucharist is not medicine for the dead. Confession is medicine for the dead to bring us back to life so that we can go and receive Holy Communion. Again, this is a heavy, heavy word. Isn't it a heavy word today for the Ascension Presents stuff? And usually it's really upbeat. Usually it's kind of a pick-me-up kind of a situation. And yet from the beginning to the end, this is heavy. It's not sad, but it is grave. God calls us all back to himself. If I've wandered away from him, if I've rebelled against him, if I've rejected his teachings, he says, today, let this be the moment of reconciliation. Let this be the moment of coming back to confession so that you and I can come back to communion and not eat and drink condemnation upon ourselves, but receive the gift, not the right, the gift of the Eucharist and the gift of eternal life. I'm praying for you. And again, if you've, received, if you've had an abortion, you help someone have an abortion, you are not, you are not uh, alone. You're not abandoned, you're not disqualified, you're invited back home. And if you're a politician who has, has been in defiance of the Lord, in defiance of the, of the church, come back. You can also, you can come back too. And if you're just like me, and you have a broken heart, and you keep sinning, just like me, 
Let's go to confession. Let's be reunited, reunited to the Lord and to his family, to his body. And let him pick you back up. We all need his mercy. Which is why his mercies are new every single day. And they're here for you. And for me too. Which is great. For all of us here at Essential Presents, my name is Father Mike. God bless.